It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and I am always just delighted to spend a Sunday morning with you here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 6 to 7. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. Talk about the church. And, uh, well, it's been a lot of fun over all these years just interviewing people, uh, talking about ministry, what God's called people to do, what's on their heart, and uh, just talking about passion, passion for the things of God and the souls and the hearts of men and women that uh, our ultimate goal would be to expand the borders of God's kingdom and uh, see a whole lot of folks head on up to heaven when the, our course is done. This is show number one thousand and. 22. <laughs> and uh, I say, where did the time go? That's right. Have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak one of one another. And today is uh, the Memorial Day weekend. And uh, when I look at 2021, I go, wow, how did we get here so fast? <laughs> but the Weather is telling me it must be around Memorial Day because it started to get hot all of a sudden. And the thing is that we have been so blessed here in the Tallahassee area, North Florida. The weather has just been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, a little rain, but uh, all in all, it's been kind of kind of cool for this time of year. But this week, all of a sudden, they decided it wanted to be summertime. Hitting up in the 90s, just like it does around here. So that tells me it must be that time of year. And of course, here on the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show, we have a tendency to celebrate things like this. Memorial Day, uh, 4th of July, Christmas, Easter. And today will be no exception. We'll play a little patriotic music and uh, we will honor those who have given their lives and paid that ultimate price to see freedom, to have freedom in our country. And uh, I'll never take that for granted because, well, there is a price to be paid. And uh, to those who have uh, laid down their lives for service to our country, we're grateful and I don't know that that's a debt as a nation that we could ever repay. But I know there was also many of us, including myself, who we served in the military realizing that that was a possibility, that we might be called upon to give our lives for our country. So if you are among that number, then I do tell you how much I appreciate your willingness to pay that price that we might have 
freedom in America. And uh, to just say that uh, whenever you put on that uniform, you, you're saying something. It, it's a statement to be made. And uh, I appreciate you. I really do. And to all of those who have served in the different branches from the Coast Guard, the Navy, Marines, Air Force, Army, Merchant Marines, and uh, of course now the new Space Force. <laughs> and uh, to all of you, thank you for your service. We appreciate what you've done. And uh, for those of us who um, served in the military, didn't go into combat, didn't find ourselves in the midst of a war or a battle. It doesn't matter. The thing is, you did what you were asked to do. And uh, because you served here, others were able to serve in different areas. And all together, we did what has to be done to preserve freedom. And one of the things that uh, I have just recently uh, become aware of is how small the actual percentage of the population is of those who actually wore the uniform. Uh, had never given it a whole lot of thought. But it's just a, a really a very small percentage of the population that's ever served in the armed forces. And... Uh, when you look at that from that perspective, it really does make you realize just how special it is for those who have indeed uh, taken on those roles and whatever military service that you have done. Uh, you are among those that are, let's just say, rare. <laughs> you're, you're not... Uh, uh, to be just glossed over. What you did was important. And I just want to say that to you today. If you are a person who's worn the, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard, Merchant Marine, or Space Force uniform, you are appreciated. And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, play a little music for you today. Just to kind of get us started. This is the Isaacs. Can you see by the dawn's early light? That's the Isaacs for us today. Um, I'll tell you what, they have pretty voices. They really do. And I, I'm, I'm thinking as I'm listening to the song here this morning about all the times that we've uh, I heard people sing the Star Spangled Banner at football games and basketball games and uh, the different ones that they, they bring to sing. And, of course, some are better than others. But I'm telling you what, that's a hard song to sing. And uh, if you do it and you do it well and you hit all those pitches and all those notes, then you've, you've done something. And, of course, uh, 
the Isaacs, they're, they're some fine singers. And <laughs> those, that group, they really have beautiful voices. And of course, uh, uh, they play good music too. And if you're not familiar with the Isaacs, they are bluegrass, bluegrass gospel. And uh, they do it well. They've got all the, the instruments and they, they can crank it up. <laughs> Welcome today to the gospel on the radio talk show. As I've already told you, I'm Pastor Jack King. I'm the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We're in a storefront there in the uh, Crescent Park Plaza. We start our services at 11.05 on Sunday mornings, and we love visitors and invite you to come to worship with us. You can bring the children. We have children's ministry for you. And, uh, well, we, we like to sing. We like to pray. We like to preach the word. And uh, so this is your invitation to join us today at 1105 720 Capital Circle Northeast. And if you you need a little help with that, go to frcm.us on the web. It'll give you directions to the church. And like I say, we'd love to see you. Bring the family, Freedom Road Christian Ministry. This show will be on the podcast uh, sometime next week. It's show number 1022. If you want to tune in uh, sometimes during the week or share it with a friend, then you may do so. Again, it's 1022. And uh, just so you'll know, I am a lover of Southern Gospel music. Love it dearly. <laughs> and uh, it's one of my passions of life. I say, you say, well, Pastor King, what is your ultimate passion? I'd say it is to expand the borders of God's kingdom. But I also like Southern Gospel music. And on Saturday nights at 7 o'clock on 94.1 on your radio dial, if you'll tune in, you'll have a full hour of great Southern Gospel music, and we play the very, very best. And uh, I'd love to have you as a part of that radio audience. Again, that's uh, 7 o'clock, Saturday night, 94.1. Tune in, and we'll have a great time playing great Southern gospel music. And also, Monday through Friday on that same station, I do a daily broadcast. That's the word. And uh, if you tune into that, I believe it'll give you a, a word of inspiration for your day. And that comes on at 11 o'clock on 94.1 on your radio dial. Memorial Day, a day to commemorate. And if you are uh, like I am, you're from the uh, Midwestern states, even though Kentucky not really Midwestern, right on the border of it. You think more of Ohio and uh, that type of uh, thing. But I grew up very close to Ohio. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, our farm, if you went as the crow flies, you'd probably only be about 15, 20 miles from the Ohio River. But anyway, uh, growing up in, in America, growing up the city of Kentucky, we would call it Decoration Day. And I remember as a child, my, my family was taking the day off and uh, going to the cemeteries, and it was always a big deal. 
And and there at the cemeteries, there would be a, a flatbed wagons. We're talking about farm wagons, the same wagons that you would uh, you put tobacco or hay on, and it would just be loaded down with the food. People would just bring food. They come to the cemeteries. They would decorate the graves, and they would stay for a while. And uh, and of course, there would always be there at those cemeteries those who uh, had served in the military and the, and the, the uh, monuments would be uh, usually decked with flags and uh, uh, I had a, an uncle who was killed in uh, World War II and uh, he was buried in the Foster Chapel Cemetery and we would go there and we would honor him and there were others who had, had fallen during uh, wartime but we'd also commemorate others who we loved and uh, had lost. And it was a day, and I, and I hope and pray that people have not lost uh, the true reason why this day has been set aside to commemorate. Because we should. Because freedom is not free. Because blood has been shed and the price has been paid. There are those who oppose us and would seek to destroy us. And then there are those who have stood up and say, no, we're not going to allow that to happen. And there have been people who have gone into battle. And uh, I've said this before, this is not anything new coming from me, but to think that a person could go into battle it's hard for me to even imagine how you do that. How those men got off those boats, uh, climbed those cliffs in World War II. How? How, how do you summon the courage and the fortitude to do such a thing? And uh, I recently was given a movie. You're probably familiar with it, probably heard of it. It's called uh, Hacksaw Ridge. And um, I'm not a person who, who lacks violence. Don't like to watch it. I just, it's just not a part of my, my makeup. But uh, I watched the movie. And uh, it's a World War II setting in the, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, uh, one of the islands in the Pacific. And uh, the American troops had the responsibility to take that ridge. And I tell you what, as I watched the uh, battle scene, my, my first instinct was just to close my eyes and turn away. I just... I just had a hard time just watching that. But then it dawned on me. Now, I understand that this is a, this is a movie. It's a, it's a depiction. And it may or may not be exactly the way it was. But the truth of the matter is, is that this happened. This actually took place. And American soldiers died on that ridge. So I said, I got to watch this. I have to make myself watch this because this is speaking to us 
of the price that has been paid by our military. And in this particular movie, uh, it centers around a, a young soldier named Dawes. That's his last name was Dawes. And he, uh, as a child, had had an incident concerning his brother. He'd almost killed his brother. And he made a vow to God. He was a Seventh-day Adventist. And he made a vow to God that he would never touch another god. Well, when World War II broke out and he was uh, of age and all of his friends and all the young men in his community had, had joined up and gone into the army. And uh, he was in a dilemma. And he, he said, I've, I can't just stay home. I've got to go join the army. And so he did. Now, think about this for a moment. You've joined the army, but you've made a vow to God that you would never touch another gun. <laughs> well, like I say, I, I was in uh, Navy boot camp, and uh, we didn't deal with a whole lot of guns uh, once I got on the ship, but um, in boot camp, we carried a gun every day. I mean, you didn't go anywhere without your peace. That <laughs> just was part of it. He trained with him. And, uh, but he made his stands, uh, his stand, and he was beaten and attacked by his uh, fellow soldiers. And, of course, made fun of, cursed at, and even to the point to where they, they were not even going to allow him to even graduate from basic training. Because he was willing to do all the other things. I mean, he, he ran he, he ran the obstacle courses. He did all the things. He just would not touch a gun. And in the movie, uh, there was intervention. And it, it, it surrounded his father. And I, I'm a little hazy on all the details of it. But his father had been in World War I and knew uh, a, a top commander of the army that he had served with, who was now in, in a high position of power, and he he appealed to him, and uh, he was allowed to stay in the army, and actually went to battle at Hacksaw Ridge um, as an orderly. And what he did, and I don't want to spoil the movie for you, uh, if you want to watch it, it's called Hacksaw Ridge. But what he did was so heroic that again it's hard to imagine but he he summons the courage and he prayed to God and he saved a lot of lives and uh, to have done what he did in the midst of all of that carnage on that ridge it's just uh, like I say it's just hard to imagine that anybody could have that type of courage. But yet, throughout the history of our country, time and time again, these military forces have been called to go and to be there for us. In other words, they're, they're, they're doing 
for all of us that we might have freedom. That indeed, freedom would ring across our land today here in America. It's the Gaither vocal band. Let freedom ring. say amen let freedom ring because uh, we're in America we are blessed and uh, I hope that we never take that for granted this is something that has to be taught to our young ones because they can grow up and, and just take things for granted just think, well, this is just the way it is, and there's no reason for it. But the truth of the matter is, the, the reason it is is because people have fought and have laid down their lives to bring freedom to our shores. And it is to be commemorated. And uh, we do. Today we commemorate those who have fallen, those who have sacrificed it all, that freedom might ring. That was the Gaither vocal band, and that's a long song. That's, that's probably one of the longest songs that I've ever played on the radio. It was about six minutes. But uh, we echo those words across these airwaves. Let freedom ring. And uh, Welcome today. I hope that you are planning on going to church today. Uh, I certainly do. I plan to be at Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital, Circle Northeast, and uh, I'd love to have you there. If you are a person and you are between churches, or maybe you've moved to the area and you haven't found a church to be a part of, let me tell you a little something about who we are at Freedom Road. First of all, we're, we're a small congregation, but uh, we love the Lord, and we love serving God, but we love one another. And there's a beautiful love among our church congregation. And if you want to be involved in a church to where we just, uh, well, we just love the Lord, we love one another. And uh, recently, we were at a concert with the Gaither Vocal Band over at the All Nations Church here in Tallahassee. And uh, a new song that they've come out with is called the, This Is The Place. And it talks about church. And when I heard that song, I, I, I leaned over to my wife and I whispered to her, I said, that's the way I want church to be. And it talked about the, the, the breaking of the bread, the communion services. It talked about the place where people get married and where we dedicate to children. And, uh, and we, we do very, very serious things, but we also love one another. And we love being there. And I don't know about you, but I love going to church. I love going to church. I love being a, a part of a church family. It's very important to me. And uh, I would hope and pray that it would be the same for you. And again, I invite you to join us at Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast, 1105 on Sunday mornings, frcm.us. So that's your invitation. Memorial Day, a day to commemorate 
those who have sacrificed and paid the price. And uh, well, I'm a I'm, I'm a kind of a history buff, uh, and I'm just fascinated by uh, people who have served in in uh, conflict and. Just reading these stories, and I remember when I was, uh, I don't know when I was in junior high or high school, I read the book called The the Red Badge of Courage. I would suggest it, and uh, it's, a, it's a little book, it doesn't take long to read it, uh, centered around a civil war. It talked about a, a young soldier who went into battle, and uh, he had to summons his courage to to do what he did and uh and i and i've often thought about that i said uh, when a person goes into battle and uh all of a sudden even though he's he's trained he's drilled nothing could fully come to uh prepare him for what he is about to experience and just think, you 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 survive something like that. I mean, you, you think about this now. Uh, during uh, the Civil War, when when they would be out there in, in the ranks and just people just dying all around you. I mean, if you've seen some of the, the the movies of like Gettysburg and stuff like that, it's just it's just amazing. But I read a book. Um, it took me a long time to read it. And it's, I mean, that book was thick. I mean, it was a thick, thick book. But it was a day-by-day chronicle of the events of the Civil War. And uh, it, it talked about, it, it gave a, a diary entries of some of these soldiers. And some of these soldiers lived through the whole thing. They they survived those horrendous battles and were in them. And you go, how does this happen? That, that a person could go through battle after battle and people dying everywhere. And somehow or another, they keep living through them. And, and 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 some of these soldiers that, that had these diary entries, some of them ended up in Andersonville, in uh, the prisoner of war camp, some of them uh, made it through the whole thing. And when the war was over, they were still alive. Amazing. <laughs> but the thing is, is that people die. People die in war. And again, how they manage to to do it, it's just amazing to me. So, there's a book. It's called uh, 1776, and it's a it's another pretty thick book. And uh, the name is uh, David McCullough is the author of the book, but it talks about the crossing of the Delaware, Delaware. I'm sorry, the Delaware, George Washington on Christmas Eve, and when I read this, I'm just I'm just amazed at all of the logistics that happen 
for this to happen. We've all seen pictures of, of Washington crossing the Delaware. And uh, that's usually about all we all we think about. It's just we see that picture of him crossing the Delaware and we go, wow, that was that happened. But the logistics of it is it was virtually impossible to do what they did. And and what what led up to it was that they had had defeat. And we're talking about this little continental army. I mean, it's just this is a little ragtag army going up against the, the largest military force in the known world at that time, the British Empire. And uh, it, it's just not even seemingly possible that this army defeated the British Empire. And uh, this place in history had come to the point to where they, they were just the the continental army was just whooped. It was just right on the verge of defeat. And so Washington devised this plan so that they could cross over the Delaware River and begin be ready for the spring assault. Because see, most of the time, uh, battles in those days were fought in the spring. And most of the time, the armies would retreat during the winter, such as Valley Forge, and then they would regroup in the spring. Uh, if you read uh, some of the accounts of the of the Army of the Potomac, when Grant took over after 1864, and how everything changed starting with that spring campaign. And so now, they are entrenched, Washington's army, and to be able to get a surprise attack against the British on the other side of the river, what had happened was that the commander Howe of the British forces had he'd gone to New York. He wasn't there. And he'd left uh, Trenton, New Jersey, basically under command of the Haitian army of, of troops. These were, these were, were mercenaries, or mercenaries, <laughs> mercenaries. And uh, they didn't really have a loyalty to Britain. They were just professional soldiers. And so Washington's army devised this plan to cross over this river during the middle of the night on Christmas Eve. Now think about this. These were flat bottom boats. These men were standing up on these boats with the rifles, holding the rifles, literally uh, shoulder to shoulder, chest to chest. And they had cannons on these boats. And the logistics of even getting these boats loaded was seemingly impossible. And then to do it in the darkness and not make noise enough to where it would alert the army on the other side. But they did it. And they crossed over and they attacked at dawn. And out of this, there was uh, no American casualties other than two men who actually literally froze to death. And uh, 
There were Haitian soldiers killed 90 prisoners. And, uh, and then a rout. They fled. The, the Haitian soldiers let them just, just fled. And Washington's army was victorious. Now, what's really incredible about this is that in some of the accounts of Washington's army, there were things that happened that defies all logic. Literally, God's intervention, such as the, the Battle of Boston that never happened. It never took place because God intervened. And that's a part of our heritage as, as a nation. God's hand upon us. And when we say, God bless America, truly, truly, God has blessed. I'm going to play a, a little song. This uh, song centers around the Iraq War. Talking about this very thing, about the hand of God and how that God has helped us and so many times. This is uh, Alan Asbury. There are thousands of people who pray for me. It's a humbling experience to think that people I will never have met have lifted me and my family up in prayer. It's been a comforting feeling to know that is true. The thing is, is that most of us have never gone to war. And so you don't really have that identity. We, we can only imagine and uh, we know it, it, it's hard. It's hard. But uh, thank God that God has raised up uh, people who have been willing to to go do what most of us are not capable of doing. And uh, well, I appreciate those who uh, have sacrificed and uh, those of you who have served. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done. And uh, we appreciate our military. And I salute you today. And uh, as a fellow member, former member of the armed forces, and uh, well, the thing is, is that unless you've been in the military, you, you really can't fully understand what it's all about. <laughs> I remember here recently, I went to a, a, a seminar and uh, it was uh, teaching pastors how to deal with vets, veterans. And uh, the, initially, when the seminar was set up, they didn't want any veterans to be a part of it because uh, they said, well, uh, they were concerned that with some of the material, somebody who had been in war, it might rouse things that uh, might not be beneficial to them. But uh, in the process of it, and talking to the, the gentleman who was putting the seminar together, because he was a part of a thesis for his, uh, 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 well, his graduate work. And so uh, he changed his mind, and he, he decided to invite some veterans. So there was three of us. And in the, in the process of his teaching, he said, uh, one of the questionnaires was, this, are you familiar with the uh, military's uh, uh, role of, of 
tearing somebody down and rebuilding them military. And we all, three of us, looked at each other and said, oh, yeah, we're, we're familiar with that because that's what boot camp's all about. It's about uh, taking the civilian out of you and being uh, transformed. And basically, the first four weeks of basic training in the Navy, we were made to understand that we were the lowest form of life, <laughs> lowest life form that ever crawled up on the face of this earth. And uh, they made us wear these uh, blue ball caps and white tennis shoes. But after we came back from service week, because you had four weeks of, of basic training, and then you had a week of service week where you 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 served in the dining hall or wherever. And then you came back for your last four weeks, and they gave us the moondockers, your, your, your shoes, and your white Dixie cup hat. And by that time, your chambray shirt had uh, faded, and you felt like you were somebody. And... Uh, that's just the way it works and you make that transformation and that's what a lot of the training is about uh, men are trained how to go to war and uh, like I say it's 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 a process but a person has to be willing to do it and you see when I when I was in basic training there were a lot of the guys that went didn't finish couldn't couldn't do it and uh that happens a lot a lot of people do not make it through boot camp and it's just uh it's just you just like i said before when you realize how many people actually served that a very small percentage of the total population that actually has served in the military and then you realize that out of that, there are a lot who, who go, who don't make it, who get washed out for whatever reason. That really does uh, put a spotlight on those who have completed their basic training, gone through the A schools, the B schools, or whatever you, whatever branch you're in, whatever they call them, and completed your training and become a soldier or a sailor or an airman or Marine and uh, served. We're going to close up today with a patriotic melody. I like to play this from time to time. This is by Gold City. They do an excellent job. And uh, just a time to sit back, reflect, and just be thankful for this great country that we live in, the United States of America, land that we love, and I believe a land that God has blessed. Let me just put this in perspective before I play the music. I believe that God has blessed us because as a nation, we have honored God. Sometimes I look across the landscape of our land and I say, is that still the case? Because it does appear that there is an attack against the church, against people of faith, against God himself. But uh, 
my prayer is that we would always be a nation that would be as our coinage says in God we trust and that that always be true that truly we trust God to bless us God, I do pray for America. Lord God, bless our land. And Lord, let freedom ring. And we give you glory. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.